How's it going? Hey, we've got live people. We are live. I mean, there are people that are alive. So let me try that again. Good morning, everybody. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Are you planning on playing? Oh, it's so good to be back in church with so many of you, man. Let's, let's get started quickly. Um, okay, you so okay, cool. our vision, we, 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 we like sharing this, is to introduce ordinary people to an extraordinary God. And our mission here at Prodeo is to, people, to see people be connected to life-changing relationships. And by that I mean we want you to have a, a life-changing relationship up in and out. And when we talk about up, in, and out, we mean a relationship up with God the Father, in with people within the church, and out those that still need to meet Jesus. Because we believe true change happens in relationships. And so if you want to find out more about our up, in, and out, is that right? Up, in, and out, yeah. Uh, we have stepping classes um, that... In our stepping classes, we, talk, we tell you about the church, we talk to you about a few things, and uh, where we're going and how we're going to do it. You can find out about everything about the church, and um, we also teach you how to spend time with Jesus and, and grow. And so we'll be starting our stepping classes in the month of March. Uh, the, the school is busy sorting out classrooms, so we don't have a facility where we can just host it at this moment. So at the first Sunday in March, we will start step in number one, which is step into church. Okay. How many of you guys, man, whenever I think of step in, uh, I think of weddings, you know, when, and, and, I've, and I've told you guys this before, uh, if, they are, if they, anybody's getting married traditionally, please invite me. Because I also want to walk in, you know, they all walk in with a step, man. And I believe we need to, have a step when we come to church. Come on, we can't just be, can't just be like, oh, it's just another day. So um, with us talking about relationships up, relationships up in and out, uh, we're going to continue with our series. We are talking about more. We are expecting more. How many of you guys um, are expecting something from God this year? Hey, anything you guys are expecting... This is the thing. We have to come with an expectancy in our day-to-day lives. When you wake up and in the morning, what are you expecting? My kids are expecting, you know, a three-course breakfast meal. <laughs> and they got that. There are three of them. They all come at a different time. It's like, so we give them three different, like my, my oldest, he doesn't eat much, so he just gets like ice. And he asks why. It's like, it's like food, but it's just water, so you never know. So... But um, we, we really, in, in our church, we're believing for more. Um, Alison and myself, we pray for more. We pray when we, when we pray for the church. We're praying that, that you guys will grow more. And, and that's what this whole year is about, is growing more in Jesus and in what he has for each and every one of us. So over the next three weeks, we are going to be focusing on stepping into more as we pursue this thing we call relationships with up, in, and out. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to Matthew chapter 8. And we're going to be reading from verse 5. 
And we're going to be talking about our relationship with God and how to grow more with Him. And, and if I have to ask you, what do we have to do? We're going to, we're going to, have, we're going to get answers like, you know, we need to pray more. We, we, we need to worship Him more. We need to read our Bibles more. And that's exactly what we need to do. But I want to take it from a little bit of a different angle. So in Matthew chapter 8, this is what we read. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. But just say the word, and my servant will be healed, for I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one go, and he goes, and that one come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. How many of you guys wish your kids would do that? Hey, just like, go, come, quiet, do this. They need Jesus, man, come on. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west, and I will take their places and, and will take their places at the feast with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. There Jesus is actually talking about the Gentiles. Because the people that were following him at that moment were his disciples and other Jews. And as he's having this encounter with the centurion, he realized that there is great faith amongst those that aren't called his people at that moment. And so he is saying here in advance that you, us, me, will come and we will have a place at the table, at the end of time. And, and then he continues, but the subjects of the kingdom will be thrown outside into darkness where, they, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And this is something I want us to, to kind of focus on. Verse 13, then Jesus said to the centurion, go, let it be done as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. So today I want to talk to you as we pursue this thing of growing more closer to God, to getting more of God in our lives. We're going to be looking at it from this title, It Will Happen. Just as you believe. It will happen. Can we pray quickly? So Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you that you speak to us. Thank you that you want to draw closer to us. I pray that you will strengthen us. Father, in everything, grow us, Father. We ask this in your name. Amen. So, um, if you have been coming to the church for, for a while, you know, I've, I've spoken about my tantrums of getting a house. You know, I'm a very spoiled kid. How many of you guys are actually spoiled? Come on, don't, 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 be, don't be good Christians here and go, oh no, I'm holy. Um, when you don't get what you want, how many of you guys mope? <laughs> yeah, I do. 
I do ask my wife. It's like I like tell her, like I didn't give her word. Um, I'm, I'm trying to eat better, and so when my wife doesn't prepare for me, I, I like literally go and sit down. You didn't make supper for me, and she just goes, "Well, there you go. I'm helping you. You don't have to eat. You'll get lighter." I'm like, "Wow, Jesus, you speak to my wife as well." So, but but I'm a very <laughs> I'm a very very. Let me just put it this way. I have so many stories about when it comes to getting a house, and they're all pretty much the same. I want a house. I probably think I can't get it, and then Jesus shows up and he goes, you know what, my boy? It is yours. So I remember, thank you, Stephen Joe. You're amazing. And um, so when Alison and myself, uh, just before we got married, we were looking for houses, and uh, you know, every house we saw, and he was like, oh, this is amazing. There was even this asbestos house. And she was like, you know, I can see this. And I'm there. I'm like, I can see us dead. I'm like, I don't want this house. And, and, and there were all these houses that we went to go look at. And I was like, nope, they're not for us. And then we stopped at the house. And we walked into it. And just as we pulled in, I told Ali, this is the house. This is the house I want. And we walked through it, and the guy's like, he, he's doing a private sale. He needs to get rid of it soon, and um, this is what he wants. And I go, flip, I can't afford that. But I want this house, so I fast and pray. No, I didn't fast. I just prayed. And, uh, and, and, and so I'm like, oh, Lord, please, I, this is the house. I believe it's for us. Can we get it? And, and you know, I'm calling down fire and everything and casting out demons. It's like, because this is my house. No one else can get it. And um, I've, I've got this Indian friend, and he goes, Milo, how much does this guy want for the house? And I, and I tell him, and he's like, well, make him an offer, but start low. How much are you willing to pay for the house? And I give him an, I give him an amount, and he goes, well, then you're going to start way lower than that. And I'm like, oh, I can't rob this guy. Man, I feel so bad. He's like, man, make him an offer of like 500000 for the house. I'm like, what? I'm like, be brave. You know, we watched um, Cool Runnings last night. I don't know how many of you guys watched that movie. It's like when um, Junior is standing in front of the mirror and the other guy goes, what do you see? You know, I see pride. I see power. And so I'm standing. I won't say everything, my love. And so I'm standing in front of the mirror and I'm psyching myself up. I'm like, I can do this. I can negotiate. He will come down. And I, and I tell Ali as we're driving the flipping man, I can't ask him that low. If he gives it to us for the amount that I want, then we'll take it. And so we walk into this house you know, full of confidence, and I go, this is how much I want for the house, and he goes, I can't go lower than this, and the this was the amount that I said, Ali, this is what I, I, I want the house for, you know, I don't want to go lower than that. He actually said it, the amount that I wanted to pay for the house, and he's like, I can't go lower than that, and I said, I'll take it, and we signed it on the spot. I'm like, I'm a man of great faith. But I love what Jesus responds to the centurion. He says, let it be done as you believed. Now, I'm not saying if I have believed him for, hey, if you give it to me for 50 bucks, you're going to give it to me. But my heart was set on something, and I'm like, Lord, this is what I can give. Make it happen. And 
the centurion comes to Jesus and goes, I believe that you don't even have to come to my house. You just have to say a word, and what you say will happen. And Jesus goes, that amazes me. That amazes me. There are only a few instances in the Bible where stuff amazed Jesus. Number one, it's here when this centurion says, just say it, and it will happen. And number two, is when you go and read in Mark chapter 6, where Jesus is preaching and teaching in his own hometown, in his suburb. And the folks go, but hold up, isn't that the carpenter's boy? Isn't it just Allison? Isn't that like that little girl that used to run around over there? Isn't it Milo? Isn't that just Milo? How can we believe in him? How is that just that guy? And so it says that he was amazed at the lack of faith. And so as we pursue growing more with God, we need to understand that in order for us to grow more in Him, we need to have a greater step of faith. We need to have more faith to believe that He is who He says He is. What great steps of faith are you taking this year? Um, uh, as you guys know, I love social media and I'm on Instagram quite often. I don't post much. I like, I like checking what other people do. And there was this one um, post of the song from Mariah, Mariah Carey. And it's like, what did you do in January? And the song just goes, nothing, nothing. That's like, so what kind of faith steps did you take in January? And me, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> And, 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 and I'm going, wait, 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 wait. We can't do that for the rest of the year because we want more. And if you want more, you've got to step out. You've got to have more faith this year. What are you praying for? What are you trusting for? What are you believing for, for this year? My, my, my son, he's believing to play um, like more cricket. So, you know, he got chosen for the team. Um, I, I mean... We ended up, Ali ended up learning how to play cricket yesterday. <laughs> hey? She bowls, she bats, she's an all-rounder. She's just not a wiki keeper. Because if a ball comes close to her, it's like, ah! <laughs> you're getting there, you're getting there. But what are you believing for this year? So, uh, we, we, we are a growing church. So, I, I'm grateful for everybody that comes to the church. I, and um, we, we, we were chatting with, a, with some people, and um, someone walks up to me, and as we were talking about the church, they would go, I cannot wait till we hit 50 people on a Sunday. And, um, you know, uh, they go like, and we're going to throw a big party when that happens. And I was like, yes. And then I went home, and I went, no. Because we serve a big God, and I need to have big faith to see that he can do more than what I could ever ask or imagine. So I'm believing that this year we are going to have to look at double services. 
Come on. I, you know, I sat there, and while I'm typing this out, I walk up to Ellie, and I leave my laptop. I'm like, what are you believing for? I'm believing for double services. And she goes, I'll believe with you. I'm like, no, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> but this is the thing. Let it be done as you have believed. That is why I'm saying if we want more of God in our lives, if we want more of Him, if we want to, to grow more with Him, do we have faith enough that He will do what He says He will do? That He is who He says He is? We need to have more faith if we want more of God. I believe we need to become a church with big faith people. You know, not just praying is like, oh Lord, protect us today as we leave our house and go to school and come back. You see, those are the kind of prayers I, I used to pray every morning. And so I decided to change it. I'm like, Lord, my, my kids have an encounter with someone at school, even the teacher, and share the gospel with them. May I have an opportunity to pray with someone, no matter who it is, no matter where it is, so that they may know that Jesus loves them. And that is what we want. We want more faith. So therefore, this is the thing. As, as we read through the passages, don't play it safe. Don't play it safe. So what am I trying to tell you? Take a risk. Um, in school, I, I used to play cricket, and I have this friend that was in school with me, and uh, he only started playing cricket with us when we were like in grade 10, standard 8. So he was fairly new to the team, and we were playing this one school, and man, we were getting whipped. And it was our time to bat, and I mean, our top batsmen were out, I was sitting on the side, not that I was the top batsman, I was just... I, was, I wasn't even batting yet. And my friend that has never played a match before comes in and he goes, Milo, you know what? I'm just going to go and hit it. Now, they had one of their best bowlers in. You, you know a guy is bowling well when the ball goes past you and he talks to you and he goes, you know, when the ball stutters, it's like, you're going to go for naught. You know, no, that's, that's what the ball sounds when it like bounces. Then you know, oh, it's okay, let's just go away. And my, and my mate, he walks in, and he didn't even have gloves on. He just had pads. I, I don't know if he had all his protection. But he walks in, and this ball comes, and he just swings. Bah! First ball, six. And you know what he does? He runs to the side of the field, and he goes, I told you so, and he runs back. And you know what he does next? He points the bowler out. He's like. <laughs> and for four overs straight, this dude just went in there and whacked the ball. We didn't win, but man, did we, we lost by just, just, like a couple of runs. And so I asked him, why did he do that? He goes, well, we were going to lose anyway. I might as well go out big. <laughs> and that's what we need to do. We need to not play it safe, because when we play it safe, we don't get the expected outcome. We settle for just what we have every day. But God goes, show me your faith. What do you want? I am a God that can do exceedingly 
more. More. Say more. Who always asks for more when they have supper? I'm going to talk to you more because it's good, right? Yeah, I, I've, you, now I know Mario. He got married and then his wife cooked for him and he's like, oh, I want more. <laughs> we, we've got to want more because what God has for us is good. And if it's good, why should we limit him to doing good in our lives, to using us? To, to getting us to see other people as he sees us. What was the last thing you took a risk on? We had this lady uh, that was in the church that never prayed out loud. And we were chatting and challenging. And she comes to church the one day and she's like, guess what I did? I prayed for someone. I'm like, flip, that's awesome. She's like, on the highway, under a bridge. I'm like, why? It's like, because I saw that person and God said, pray for them. So I stopped my car on the highway, pulled over, walked up to them and prayed for them. I'm like, wow. She's like, you have no idea how good I felt because I got to bless someone. And now she prays for people. Never wanted to pray for someone in a group. Now she's praying in front of the world. What was the last thing you took a risk on God with. What is the last thing you trusted God in? Where you've said, you know what? God, if you don't come through for me now, it's over. What have you bet everything on? I love this passage in Hebrews 11. Now, Hebrews 11 is, is an amazing passage. Go and read it. The whole chapter, it's the faith passage. But I love verse 6. It says, And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Just think about that for a minute. It's not about how good we are. It's not about how polite we are. It's not about, you know, how early we wake up. It goes like this. If you want to please God, you have to have faith. You have to have faith. But then it carries on. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that, and this is the key, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And this is what we can take from the centurion is not only did he have faith, but he went to go and search for Jesus. It's not about, you know, just, I believe God can do this, and then sitting back. It's about going in and seeking him and looking for him in everything. Because, check this out, we can't play it safe and please God. This centurion risked it all based on something he heard. He heard what Jesus could do. And then he said, well, let's see. And so he went. He bet everything he had 
on going to this guy he has never spent time with. How many of you guys have spent time with Jesus? So why are we not seeing greater faith? This is what this passage is all about. If you want God to show up more, you've got to believe that when he shows up, he's going to do what you want him to do. Because we always go, you know what? I believe, but in the event it doesn't happen, you know, I'll have this in place. You see, you can have control or you can have faith, but you can't have both. You've got to be able to believe that God can do it. You see, if you want more with God, we need to read our Bibles more. Yes? Because you need to know what he says. We need to pray more. Yes. We need to spend time in his presence more. Yes, because it's all about a relationship. However, you can hang around a person and not believe what they say. You can be in their presence and not trust them to have your back sometimes. So Jesus is going, the more time you spend with me, the more time you read my word, the more time you pray, just have faith that what I say I will do. Don't play it safe because it will happen. Last week I asked you guys to write down what are you expecting more of. I want you guys to go to that thing every day, every week, every month for the rest of this year and start going I want more of this. And if it's more of God, how do I measure that? Am I hearing more of him? Am I experiencing more of him? Am I stepping out and seeing him come through more, more? So do that. Don't play it safe because it will happen as you believe. And check this out. Having faith doesn't mean that you won't be scared that you won't doubt. We planted this church and we were like so excited and we're like, yeah, nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. And we were like, we were like amazed. And then we got here. A, a city we didn't know, people we didn't know, and it was tough. And there were days I was like, oh my gosh, did we do the right thing? We had the wrong soundtrack, love. What's happening? Nothing nothing. <laughs> and we had doubts. But then Jesus stepped in because we said, Lord, without you, we can't do this. We got to a point where we're like, hey, if we're going out, we're going out big. And God came through for us. And so we're like, you know what? Let's step out in faith. Let's have big faith prayers. Let's pray big. How many of you guys are believing for double services? Because the more people that come in shows us the greater our heart for people is. We want more of God and we want to see God do more, more in people's lives. And it doesn't mean we're not going to be scared. It doesn't mean we're not going to have doubts. All it means is that we are going to trust in God more. So what we need to do is we need to not play it safe but then we also need to step out to find out. If you want to have faith, if you want to know if God can do what he really says he can do, you need to 
step out of your comfort zone to find out if he is going to do it, how he's going to use you, what he's going to do in your life, what he's going to do in front of you, in your workplace. Have you ever acted on a word from someone else? Like anything. Instagram, a restaurant. I, I, I did that, both of those. Uh, I followed this one guy on Instagram, the Bry guy, and he, um, he put up this restaurant, uh, what was it called? The Belly of the Beast. I'm like, oh, man, fine dining. I've got to take my wife there. <laughs> but so I go onto their website, and I'm like, man, let's see their menu. Because now I know my family is very fussy eaters. <laughs> and on their menu, they say, or on their website, they say, we don't have a menu. You come in, and you put your trust in us that we will satisfy you. And I go, oh, this is good. This is good. We're going to eat pork trotters and all these things. Yay. And so we, we arranged to go and have dinner there. And I go, I chat to Ali and I tell her what it's all about. And, and, and we both agree we will try everything. Whatever they give us, we will put in us. But for me, I go, sheesh, man. As long as they just give us good fish, or not a fish dish at all, because my wife doesn't like fish. I'm like, Lord, and that's all I prayed. It's like, Lord, may they give a nice fish. And so we walk in there, and they, on the board, they just tell you what is on the menu tonight. They go, bread dish, then a, a chicken dish, a fish dish, a beef dish, and then dessert. Like, like that. They don't tell you what it is. And I look at the fish, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> It's going to be one of those nights. It's McDonald's after this, guys. <sighs> and with every course that they bring to the table, the, the waiter tells you what it is. So they like come in and it's like, here's your bread starter. It's these three breads done these three ways with liver pate and, uh, and like springbok patio. I don't know how you pronounce it. Did I say that right? And like the, the whatever of a snail and stuff. And I was like, okay. Let's try it. Man was divine. The chicken dish was amazing, and then the fish dish came, and I'm like, oh, here we go. And go, it's Hake. I'm like, yes, there's a Jesus, and I love him. And so we have all our meals, and it gets to that last one, that beef dish. And the guy comes, and he puts it down in front of us, and I look at it, and I go, this is amazing. What is it? And he goes, so this is tongue. I'm like, oh, Oh, I don't know. If whoever likes tongue, I'm, wow. Like, I've experienced tongue at my mom's house, man. It's like that cow just walked in and went, Bleh. and I'm like, oh, why is it there? And I'm like, the smell and the texture, it feels like, I'm like, I can't eat it. I just can't. And I'm like, this is not good. I'm like, that's it. And Ellie goes, you know, we said we'll try everything. I'm like, no, I didn't. And so, the guy looks over and he goes, dude, just try it. You will be amazed. I'm like, if I die, <laughs> you are the first person I'm coming after. Man, I kid you not, that tongue tasted like steak. And I was like, oh my gosh. 
Just on a word, I believed, and it was amazing. Now, I'm just letting you know, I won't try tongue anywhere else. Don't invite me for it. If you cannot prepare it like they did, don't even think about it. But this is the thing. On just a word, the centurion acted. He heard what Jesus could do, and he acted on it. What have you heard of Jesus? What have you experienced of him that you can tell other people? You see, you've got to step out to find out. Peter, Matthew 14, verse 28, reads this. There's a big storm. Jesus walks on water. All the disciples, they're scared. They're freaking out. And they see this figure walking on the water, and they go, is it a ghost? And Peter goes, Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. And what does Jesus say? Come. And check this. Then Peter got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. You need to have faith to walk towards Jesus. Which means sometimes you got to step out of what you're familiar with to find out what God is capable of doing. You can't just stay comfortable all the time. It's almost like we want a guarantee. Hey, in this day and age, how many of you guys buy stuff with guarantees? Flipping washing machine. No one buys something without a guarantee these days. Hey, you know that chummy of yours comes and is like, hey, got this car, man. It works. Can you guarantee it? Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. But you see, when it comes to trusting in Jesus, we have to step out of what we are so comfortable with to find out. And we have to let go. And now I know we are scared we are going to fail. But check this out. We look at Peter and he goes, ha, he sank. He's the only one that at least still walked on water. Out of 12, one stepped out and found out that is Jesus. That is this Messiah. So what have you heard about Jesus that is going to get you to step out to find out exactly who he is Don't let fear of failing talk you out of an act of faith. You see, this year we're going to have big faith because we have a big God that can do more than we could ask for or even imagine. So if you want more of God, I'm telling you, you're going to have to have a bigger faith. And check this out. When you have faith, it will happen just as you believed. Can we pray?